This is In the Trenches, Broadcast 19. Welcome to In the Trenches, where entrepreneurs, artists, writers, designers, inventors, warriors, and leaders share their stories of doing the hard, creative work that impacts all of our lives. Let the journey inspire you to do something worthwhile, build something bold, and create your life's work. And now... Your host, Tom Morgus. Welcome back, everyone, to another broadcast of In the Trenches. I'm really excited to have on the broadcast with us today, Stephen Ananis. Stephen is the co-founder of the Key West Film Festival and has a background in acting and film production. In fact, if you check out his name on IMDb, you'll see him credited in movies like Pirates of the Caribbean and Salt, among other blockbusters. And while his background in film is interesting in and of itself, I really wanted Stephen on In the Trenches today to talk about how he created the Key West Film Festival from scratch. Creating any sort of festival or conference is no small feat, and I really wanted to dig into the details on how exactly Stephen went from idea to finished product on a project with such scale. As a quick background on the festival, the Key West Film Festival was founded in 2012 as a nonprofit independent film festival supporting the South Florida art and film community. It's now going into its third year come this November, and it's continuing to grow in size and popularity. So, Stephen, thank you so much for being on the call with us today. Yeah, thanks a lot, Tom. Nice to meet you. So, Stephen, tell us a little bit about your background, and I guess what led you to creating or co-founding the, the Key West Film Festival. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I'm Florida-based. Uh, I always wanted to be in the film industry in some, one shape, you know, some shape or form. I moved to New York. In about 2008 or 2009, immediately jumped right into the uh, the film industry, in whatever capacity, whatever way you know I can get on set uh, just to get experience. You know, kind of dabbled in all sorts of uh, aspects of filmmaking. It was a you know good time. Uh, and then ultimately ended up deciding that, uh, in terms of day job wise, it just it just wasn't for me. So so I got more into the financing side of things and kind of focused on you know helping filmmakers raise money, uh, leverage you know whatever financial background I had uh, in context to, you know, just raise whatever, you know, you know seed, seed funds for films, et cetera. And, um, and that's kind of what I've been doing since. Uh, but how that led to the festival is, you know, bring, you know bringing back that, that Florida heritage. Um, Key West, you know, they've, it's, a, it's an awesome art community. And one of the things that they've always wanted to, to do there is, is have a film festival, but it's just, it's, it takes a lot of work. Uh, a strong team and frankly a lot of capital to to put together such an event. Um, so I, I a couple friends of mine and I just you know felt like it was we were the, the team that can make it happen. So last year we we kicked it off in in uh, November. It was I believe it was November 29th through December 2nd, and this year is our second year, November 13th through November 17th. So yeah, that's that's the uh, that's a high level background. Yeah. So before we get into, because I definitely want to ask you some more questions about that and kind of how how you like the nitty gritty of how you created it, how you started it, because uh, it's, it's particularly interesting to me. But I also want to know before we get into that, into the lower level details, um, tell me like what what inspired you then to get involved in something like this? Like what is what is the passion behind it for you? Well, I I, I see I view uh, film uh, film festivals as a great platform just for. 
you know, for all sorts of people to, you know, whether you're a filmmaker, whether you're just a person who, who loves watching movies, whether you're a person who just likes to vacation to Florida, it kind of, it kind of just allows a lot of people to have a really good time. Um, and not have to, not have to be too invested. You know, it's not, you know, you're not flying to, to France to go see a con film festival or you don't have to, you know, it's, right. it's a pretty easy trip and we wanted to make it accessible to, to the, the filmmaker who doesn't have necessarily a lot of money to spend. Um, we want to make it educational for him, um, make it so he can network. Um, and then, and then for the, for the people who just want a vacation and have a nice time, we try to just create a, a great, um, great schedule so they could do exactly that. So that was kind of our inspiration in doing so. Just, uh, you know, event planning aspect of things is just, it's, it's really fun for, for me. Sure. So that, that brought up a couple questions in my mind. Um, I'll start with this one. When it comes to something like that, do you have do you have background then in these kind of film festivals? Have you attended them? Do you have like or you do understand um, like not only how they work technically, but do you have uh, a background in terms of like having been to these different festivals uh, and you kind of have taken from them like an appreciation of what's good and what's bad and use oh, that? Yeah, to, yeah okay. absolutely. I mean, I mean, a portion of our budget is, just goes towards doing market research. Um, I by no I have so, there's so many there's hundreds if not thousands of festivals out there so. I try to catch as many as I can during the year, but it's not even just me. You know, we've got a, a pretty expansive team at this point, and we all try to touch as many festivals as possible. And our approach is to be micro-focused on whatever our specialty is. You know, somebody will be just focusing on social media. Somebody will just be focusing on programming films. And whenever they go to a festival to do research, they will go with the mentality of, hey, let, let me just take as many notes on my one specialty as possible. So they're not spreading themselves too thin. Um, and yeah, that's the way that we've, you know, tried to, try to tackle this thing. But, um, yeah, but my, beyond, beyond that, no, my background was not in, in, uh, necessarily starting festivals, but kind of with our powers combined, the, uh, the team that we assembled between just event planning, you know, some people who were a little bit more experienced in film festivals themselves, we, you know, we've been able to pull it off. We got a long way to go, but, uh, but yeah, but. Sure. Okay. So I'm, I'm curious then. So, uh, the original um, uh, Key West Film Festival, it launched uh, last year in 2012, So, and that was in uh, November. So how long had you guys been planning this before you actually launched that um, original Key West Film Festival in 2012? Yeah. I think, you know, about the original idea, uh, so that was probably a year and a half before. You know, before we really got, you know, before it really snowballed to the point where we were like, all right, we can't, mm-hmm. we can't really turn back on this. It was probably about... Right. Nine, maybe like ten months out. Um, you know, before that, it was more kind of a an idea. We went down there a few times because you know, being that we have to get a lot of it's a, you know it's a, it's a very you know it's a a very proud town. You know, rightfully so. They've got a lot of amazing artists that have that you know make up that town. So we really have to get their buy-in. So it took a few trips to go down there. You know, uh, tell them what we're thinking, get their buy-in, get you know how can they get involved, etc. And um, you know, once we got everybody's thumbs up, we were able to you know, kind of hit the hit the ground running. Um, so yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Who did you go uh, to interact with at the, you know, down in Key West? What, were you going for a, a little a mix of both, like uh, individuals, like in the community, business owners, people like that, and then also government officials, like local local government, or what? Like who did you, you know, if if I want to start my own f- film festival in an area, you know, who do I go to to talk to? I guess it's my question. Sure. Yeah. So, so 
tell you from my perspective and you know my experience, what we did was the very first people we had to get buy-in from was the local uh, nonprofit film society. So, so because what they did is the way the QS kind of functions, it's it's a really it's really amazing what they've done. So you know, there's only so much there's only so much actual money and support that, that the community can give. And what they decided to do with that support is they took that money to renovate what's now the, the Tropic Cinema, which is essentially in their eyes, it's a, it's a year-round film festival. They, they are constantly programming great stuff, um, and and but but what they weren't able to do, they made the choice not to put that money towards doing a, a weekend or a week-long film festival. So when we came in, you know, we're not the first people to say like, "Hey, QS is a great place to have a film festival." You know, it's it's kind of a common sense thing that people a like to go near the beach and be, you know, like film festivals. So, right. so we had to really come in with a, with a great pitch. Uh, the, the co-founder, Burke Christian, he, um, you know, he, his father is actually on the board of the film society. So that was our entry point into, into that, that circle. So when we went in there and pitched, it was just like, Hey guys, listen, you know, this is what we're, you know, we're not walking in there trying to drop a, drop a big Walmart into your, in your community. You know, we want to build this together. Um, and they, they really took to that. So, um, you know, we, every decision that we make is keeps, it's, they're involved, they're, you know, they're weighing in because, you know, it's their community at the end of the day. Sure. Absolutely. So, so step one then obviously is, is, is for you in, 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 um, and how you guys handled it was, was to go uh, on ground in the location and connect with, uh, the, you said the local or the, the nonprofit, uh, Film nonprofit in that area. Yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, you know, you got to get. So the, the next person that we that we brought on was our on ground operations person. Um, mm-hmm. Her name is Nadine Orr, and she's an amazing event planner. Uh, she her company is called We've Got the Keys, and she has and she she runs another she runs another festival down there called the uh, the Song the QS Songwriters Festival. So we had kind of heard about it. We'd been to the event. Uh, Kind of saw the amazing stuff they had done. You know, it's not necessarily film, but we knew that it's it's very you know it's transferable. Um, so we met with her, brought her on board, and she kind of took charge of you know meeting with the government officials, etc., to get get the rest of the the, the sign off. Uh, so yeah, so that was sure. the main two the main two people, the main two groups that we wanted to get sign off before we decided to really uh, get going with this thing. Sure. Okay. And so, and then her, her job in, in a lot of ways then is kind of hash out, figure out the details in terms of, um, so obviously as the event planner to, to figure out kind of the nitty gritty details of how it's going to all go down, um, yeah, in terms of like absolutely. presentation and execution. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then after that, we, we brought on a, a New York based film programmer who is just, you guys are rock surgeons, Michael Tuckman. Um, he, he primarily focused on theaters and film festivals on the East Coast. So we had been referred to him by the people of the Tropic Cinema and then coincidentally through another connection of us. So we were like, all right, well, two people, two trusted sources have both recommended this guy. We met with him and we brought him on and he has programmed our entire festival um, in terms of the content. So, you know, going back to that that idea of when you're, when you're starting when you're starting a concept like this, whether it's a business, whether it's a film festival, what, you know, whatever it is, you know, I, I, I truly believe in the idea of not uh, body off more than you can chew. You know, really staying focused on right. one one thing, and that's Michael Tuckman's thing. Is he just, you know, he he went down and he met the people, he saw what the market's like, what they're gonna 
And he's just, you know, at the end of the day, he's just taking his best guess at what people will respond to. But, you know, year one, he, he had, he had home run and I, you know, I'm, I'm expecting an even better, uh, turnout even this year. So that's awesome. Yeah. And so in, in terms of his, his job as well, does, is he responsible for taking in, um, submissions for, uh, for film? Yeah. For the films that he's shown. He's under that whole review submissions. Um, he has, you know, his own relationships with certain producers and directors and distributors. So, uh, you know, one thing I will say is that, you know, the difference between QS Film Festival and something like Sundance is, uh, Sundance, I'm not sure how, you know, familiar you are with the, with the space. It's, you know, that, that, that is a true marketplace film festival where right. producers are going there in the, in the, in the hope of, of selling their film, getting it bought by a distributor. Um, you know, QS Film Festival is more of a destination festival where, you know, people are coming, you know, seeing films that maybe play, that premiered at Sundance, but they won't actually hit wide release for, you know, a, a few more months or, you know, maybe even later on in the year. Maybe, you know, in a few months it'll, it'll hit on demand, et cetera. But, right. but, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're more about like a vacation, um, you know, just great experience for everybody. Not necessarily, we're not at the point yet where you're going to sell your film um, at, at our festival. So, Sure. Well, yeah, and I understand that. Um, I'm curious, though, because that brings up another question then. Is that uh, is there always that possibility, though, that some film at the Key West Film Festival could get traction like that and could be the, because you mentioned yeah, Sundance. Absolutely. And then they, okay. 100%. Last year we had, uh, we had people from uh, Weinstein Company there. We had, we had music box films. We have we have Magnolia Pictures. So we have you know we have legitimate distributors there attending, doing panels. Um, so yeah, I mean wh- why not? You know, if, it, if it's good enough and it's it's what they're looking for, then yeah, I, I don't see why not. Um, but you know, I'm also I believe in you know managing expectations of our of our of our customers. And if you know if their sole goal, if they have a budget to only go to X amount of Film festivals and their sole goal is just to sell their film. I'm not necessarily going to tell them, "Hey, you're going to you, you're going to get a deal done at our festival." Not yet, at least. You know, hopefully in a few years that we're going to have reached that level. But for the time being, we're um, that's that's just not what we're what our what our offering is. Sure, absolutely. Um, and, and again, I mean that makes perfect sense to me. You guys literally just started last year, so I, I mean that'd be kind of crazy to to assume that that would be the promise. But I, you know, I, I have another question then about this because this is really fascinating to me. So you, you mentioned you're a nonprofit. Um, now, as far as nonprofits are concerned though, they still have to run essentially in the same way as, as, as any other business. But what I'm, what I'm curious about then is do you guys, are you able to um, run this, this uh, film festival successfully in terms of you um, bring in enough income to support the next year's endeavors or are you guys running a deficit? And it, you know, I, I, and if you can't answer that question, I, I, I understand. But I guess I'm curious. Like, is this something that you can structure in such a way that it's sustainable? Um, if, if you can tell me anything about that, the financial aspect of it, is if it's just like a not necessarily a profit-making endeavor. Obviously, it's not as a it's nonprofit. But if it's something that can sustain itself year after year. No, no, yeah, no, no problem. I mean, that's 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 the goal. Whether you're a nonprofit or a or a for-profit business, you know, you can't you can't be running in the red. Uh, or else you're not gonna, you know, it's gonna, you're right. gonna die. So, so our goal is to, is to become cash flow positive. Um, we're learning as we go and we're, we're creeping towards that this year. I think we're gonna be, um, like significantly closer to being in the, in, in the black, um, 
And then, yeah, the, the ultimate goal and what we'll be able to do is be a self-sustaining uh, event. I mean, we're always going to be relying on on uh, contributions from you know from individuals, from our you know our sponsors. A lot, of, you know, at this point, a lot of our sponsors are in time, which is fantastic because you know if they don't donate it, we're going to have to you know buy it from somebody. So whether it's just cash or or product, it, you know, it, everything helps. So it's it's really sure. a it's a it's a cool kind of melting pot uh, endeavor where you know, a lot of things are going into making it possible. Um, we, I mean, we yeah. were you know we were fortunate. Enough, I will say, you know, we're not a festival that had to come completely grassroots, uh, doing a guerrilla style. You know, we we were fortunate enough to have some you know some pretty pretty influential uh, individuals and companies uh, you know support us. So we kind of our, our our mentality is we came in operating more as a, a third-year festival, um, you know, being able to bring, you know hire on some some real some some real rock stars to to, to get us up and running fast, um, as opposed to you know that not being so. I, I'm I'm very happy about the way that yeah. Did you year. did you just did you mention it was a, the goal was a 30-year festival? Is that what you said? I, I'm sorry. Would you mind repeating that one? Sorry, uh, did, did you say something about thirty years, like a thirty-year? No, festival? no, no thir- thir- third year. So, so yeah, I mean, oh, the okay. way that we operated in our first year was, I, I felt like we had the, the the battle wounds, if you will, of we had already done this for a few years. Um, so that was, you know, we were fortunate to have the support of, uh, you know, financially and and through in-kind sponsors to to do that because I, you know, I, I feel like a lot of events. Don't necessarily get that. You know, they have to, they have to prove themselves uh, in the right. first year to you know get the trust of the, of the sponsors to you know come in a little bit more generous in the second year. And then you know they continue to increase their, their support for years to come. But we were able to kind of get them convinced in, the, in year one, and I think that we you know it will be promised. Yeah, no, that's fascinating. So then, as, as far as um, you know, a, a film festival is concerned. It's this is kind of one of my first questions I had, but I, I think we've done a good job building up to this. In terms of like the strategy behind it, um, you have you have multiple customers. You're not just you know creating something. You're not just say for example creating film and selling the film to the end customer. You're putting on you're putting on this event that connects um, you know the consumers, the the viewers, and then it also connects the you know the producers of the films the directors so you're you're catering to different to different markets essentially so you have to cater you have to create an event that um, is both appealing to the the viewer to come and watch and then it's appealing to the the film producer and the people that create the film to actually um, you know submit their stuff and 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 to be a part of it um, do, how did that play into how you guys like built the festival in terms of like I, I, if that makes sense if that question makes sense yeah if you want to no, build absolutely that, yeah. It, it kind of, it kind of, unfortunately, goes against my management mentality of hyper focusing on on one subject matter because I would love to be able to say, hey, we are just you know one of our original ideas because because uh, QS is so um, it just flooded with so many great authors like Judy Bloom and you know Ernest Hemingway had a had a had a, had a memorable right. for home down there and. And one night, um, we wanted to do an adaptation, just adaptation. That was our idea. So we're like, all right, let's do this. But then, we're, you know, then when we hired Michael Putman, he's like, well, you know, that's that's great and all, but what if there are not that many, 
what if there aren't that many adaptations that year? You know, then what do you do? And you gotta, so, so the point is that, you know, because there's so many different types of people down there, you have every single, every single type of person you want to find is going to be in South Florida. Um, so we had to find out a way to appeal to them. Uh, and we also have to find a way to appeal to just filmmakers. You know, they, you know, maybe our, maybe our, our local TOS people don't want to necessarily go to a, uh, an industry panel. Um, so we have to have an event that appeals to them, but then we also have to appeal to the filmmaker by bringing down, you know, distributors. We have to bring down producers, directors, writers, editors, you know, everybody who can kind of just shed their light on their experience and, and hopefully, you know, educate, uh, filmmakers, uh, you know, to make it worthwhile to, to come to our event. So those are the two, those are the two, uh, things that we really keep in mind to, you know, make everybody happy at the, at the end of the day as best we can. Yeah, well, and, and can you, is there any, maybe any examples of that? Like how you went about doing that? Cause, uh, you know, conceptually, yeah, yeah I understand that. It seems like really, it seems like a really difficult problem set to deal with. How did you, how did you figure yeah. it out? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of just a trial and error thing. Um, I, I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat it. You know, not every single event that we decided to throw out <laughs> here for the festival was a, was a home run, but, you know, for the most part, I think that we, we, we got it. We nailed it. Um, so for, for just the locals and the people who just wanted to visit South Florida, you know, we did beach screens, we did, uh, you know, kind of events at more touristy spots. Um, we, you know, did you know, more just family-friendly events, you know, those types of things. But then for the the filmmakers, we did those, you know, we had filmmakers, you know, we had uh, producers, directors, writers do panels. We had, we had distributors come down, again, like Weinstein, Magnolia, those guys, you know, they came down and uh, were talking about how to how to get your film sold, things like that, things that are valuable to to independent filmmakers. We got um we had producers from uh the founders of Shadow Machine Animation, which is the the animation house that that produced Robot Chicken. Now they're doing um, a number yeah. of awesome programs with uh with Comedy Central and I think they're they're producing uh Gamer Del Toro's Pinocchio. So those guys came down. They're those they're the rock stars. So Industry, you know, young filmmakers, they love hearing those guys, you know, their story because they, yeah. they did it just like everybody else does. Um, so that theater, when those guys were talking, was filled with, with filmmakers. Um, the parties that were at, you know, the tourist traps were filled with people who were, were vacationing to, to Key West. So, you know, that's kind of the way, <laughs> that's the way that we really yeah. attempted right, to do it. And so, but, uh, at the end of the day, though, when, when it comes to you know the first the first year, um, and I'm guessing this is probably across the board for pretty much any kind of festival, any kind of um, event uh, that's looking to do an annual kind of annual um, production, uh, I'm guessing the first iteration is always a lot of trial and error. And so, for in your case, a lot of it was just, I guess, based on that market research you guys had done, you put together your list of things that you think would be um, you know successful, and then the ones that weren't, are you going to cut them? For the next year, or are you going to figure out a way to, you know, make them better? Or like, what do you do? How do you go from year, you know, year one to year two to make year two better? Yeah, I think that all the things that we, all the events that we threw, we're we're not going to cut them. We're just like you said, we're going to we're we're going to just adjust them, um, because because there, there aren't that many types of events you throw. You know, there's concerts, there's parties, there's films, there's channels. You know, so right. all those things we have to have. It's just a matter of who. What, where, when, you know? So, so that's, the, those are the adjustments that we've made is, you know, one of, one of the tough things about throwing an event like the QS Film Festival in QS is you're competing 
for daytime uh, events, you know, daytime screenings, for instance, uh, again, beach. So, you know, we had to find a way to, you know, this year we're incorporating, you know, all right, yes, let's let's enjoy the great weather that U.S. has to offer. Um, whereas last year, you know, we we had we had a hard time filling the the theaters during the day, uh, unlike other festivals. You know, if you're doing a festival in the middle of the mountains. You know, and it's freezing. You might you might be fine going to see a movie in the middle of the day, but if you have an option of sitting by the pool, yeah, a margarita, you might you might not, you know want to go see a movie. So, you know, that's one thing that we learned, um, and and are making adjustments adjustments accordingly this year. Sure. So the solution for that is to bring the movie theater out to the pool so people can drink margaritas <laughs> in the pool while they watch, right? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, basically, not not exactly. But that's, <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. You know, cool. I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll find more stuff this year, but um, you know, I, I think that we've made you know enough adjustments where we can grow, you know, you know enough where we're hitting our our financial goals. You know, at the very yeah, absolutely. And then I guess one, one wrap up question in terms of that you know, financial goals and all that. In the beginning, you mentioned sponsorship came a lot from partnering people um, to to in terms of like specific activities that they could do. Um, like event planner or what have you. Uh, in the future, though, is that where your your um, your I guess strategy is headed as uh, ways to get uh, sponsorship from outside sources to keep it um, keep it running, keep it moving, and growing. Uh, let me let me. Yeah, would you mind repeating that question? So are you basically asking? You know, oh, you uh, yeah. Sorry. You yeah. To rely on sponsors or. Uh, yeah, how how you uh, plan to uh, grow your sponsorship? Are you planning to grow your sponsorship or anything like that? And if so, oh, um, how how do you guys plan on doing that? Well, well, so so to preface that, I, I my goal in the long run is not to is not really to rely on sponsors. I mean, yes, they, they are going to be, you know, we we are going to need them for sure. But in the long run, I'm hoping that we could just be, you know, a self sustaining, uh, cash flow positive. Uh, event that can just keep itself going for for you know as long as the people involved want to keep doing this event. But but for the for the partners that we do have on, uh, it's going to be about just finding companies that believe in our message and we also believe in their brand, um, and then and then creating a, a more a more customized approach. You know, so if we have a certain company that is sponsoring us, you know, we really want to make sure that the events that they're involved in are. Uh, Portraying their their brand in the best light, um, the film, you know, whether it's a specific film or a panel or a Q and A or you know whatever it is that they're that they're supporting, you know, we want to make sure that you know they're hands on, they're they're collaborative, but they're not just writing us a check. Um, you know, that's that's the approach that we're going to take because that's ultimately going to be what uh, builds a successful partnership. Because um, you know we're not like a fly by night type of that was a, that was a big challenge. You know that that the uh, that when we first went down there and pitched this, you know, you know we weren't the first ones to to want to do this. So they were like, "All right, guys, let's let's see what you have to do." And I, I uh, it's the same conversation that we have to have with the sponsors. Is like, "Hey, guys, we're here for the long run, and either you're 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 with us or you're not." So that's that's kind of how right. I'll leave that one. Yeah, no, it's it's fascinating. Cool, Stephen. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I know we've probably run a little over time, so I appreciate you taking the time to uh, sit down with us and chat. I, I find this like very interesting this conversation because there's not many uh people that are doing like really profound things in terms of like creating these massive festivals so it's really cool that you took the time out of your day to sit down with us and uh 
and you can share a little bit of, of your story with our audience. So finally, is there any way people can get in contact with you or reach out to you if they're interested in following you or checking out what you're doing, um, whether it's Twitter or website or anything like that, um, where people yeah. can find you online? Absolutely, yes. We have Twitter. We're at QS Film Fest. Um, Facebook, we're on Facebook, QS Film Festival. Um, the actual website where tickets will be going live uh, this, this upcoming week is kwfilmfest.com. Um, and then, yeah, that's everything. Everything's all, you know, <laughs> we're all over social media. Luckily, I'm not the guy who's running that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Great. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Stephen, for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Tom. Thank you for listening to In the Trenches. Your creative work doesn't stop here. Join the resistance, the small but growing army of entrepreneurs and artists putting a dent in the world at www.tommorkis.com. Never fight alone. Join the resistance.